Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Wednesday afternoon. I got to tell you something. Tomorrow, just 24 hours from now, Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard is going to be on this program. And uh, he has a very, 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 very special announcement. Just so you know, you don't want to be anywhere else tomorrow at 335. Just like today, you put it on your calendar, you wrote it on your hand, you, you took magical marker, put it up on the wall. Brian Kilmeade from Fox News joining us, and I'm so happy to say that he's here. Good afternoon, Mr. Kilmeade. Jeff, how's it going? It, it's going well. We're thrilled to uh, to hear your voice, and uh, y- you've got your hands full with all the stuff that's going on in the world, plus, you know, writing these amazing books. You're a busy guy. Yeah, I mean, we're doing the same thing. You also have the New York City traffic, so I cannot ask it to. But you get the real sense of being on the street in New York, anyway, uh, and the chaos that surrounds it. Uh, it's just amazing. Outside my building, I saw 10 people that obviously don't speak the language just sitting there. And I have no idea. We have nowhere to put the illegal immigrants in our, in our city. There's nowhere to put them. I mean, literally, the hotels are tapped out. But uh, just been traveling around the best I can, telling people about Teddy and Booker T., yeah. Uh, and not missing any work. That's uh, that's the big balance act. <laughs> I honest to goodness, I don't know how you do it, but I'm thrilled that you do because we uh, we certainly enjoy you uh, in the mornings on Fox, and then uh, well, every time you pop up on Fox and Teddy and Booker T. These are these are two fascinating characters in American history. Uh, what was it that prompted you to even look at these two and say, not only am I writing a book, I'm going to put them together. So, yeah, Jeff, you were kind enough to have me on with the President Freedom Fighter, Frederick Douglass, and uh, Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, and the Battle for America's Soul, because I want to move up in time, and I get to the Civil War, and George Floyd thing is going crazy, and I'm thinking, do I really need to talk about race? And I thought, definitely, let's talk about it. With all these people that work so hard, that sacrifice so much in order to move our country forward, and just get a perspective. And with people like us, for example, they think that we look back at our past, and we think it's pristine and perfect, and what's the big deal that the founding fathers had slaves? They knew it was a big deal. We know that was wrong. But, with it, but here's the thing. Every continent on the planet had slaves. When it wasn't black, it was everything. You know, Indians had slaves of other tribes. I'm not diminishing it. I'm saying it. So how do I tell, how do I examine this part of American history and bring us through it? How about the people like Booker T. Washington, born a slave until he was nine, no shoes. This guy had slept on the dirt floor, lucky to have one meal a day. Never knew his dad or his birthday. 
Uh, mom worked 20 hours a day, also enslaved, remembers being freed, and then talked about the journey to West Virginia and what it took for him to get an education, 400 miles to Hampton College on $12. No cars, obviously, finding a way to get there. And I just thought we need to hear that story because he became the most influential man of his generation, and Teddy Roosevelt was his partner for it. Okay, now this is the thing that uh, a lot of people are are not going to be aware of that this there, there's a, a a connection that you're you're weaving here that you're illustrating with uh, with Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, so, thanks. Yeah, tie tie that together, man. Well, here's the thing: if if anyone can read a book today and get through it in uh, you know a day, it's uh, read Booker T. Washington's autobiography, Up from Slavery. That's what Teddy Roosevelt did. He got an advanced copy. He's vice president of the United States. And he's like, this is unbelievable. His wife reads it and goes, we've got to meet this guy. They set up a meeting April 1st, 1901 in New York City. And he says, listen, I don't have a lot to do with vice president, but I've got to work with you. I've got to get the South together. I've got to be, let them know that we care. We've got to get this country together once and for all. He's like, I would love to be able to work. Yeah, I plan on running for president one day. He said, great. Next thing you know, McKinley shot. He dies a couple of weeks later, and he becomes president. And guess who he asked to be his advisor? Booker T. Washington for seven and a half years. And Booker T. Washington uses connections with Andrew Carnegie and J.P. Morgan and Julian, uh, Julian Rosenwald, the, the founder of Sears, and is able to, to, to move the, the story of African-Americans forward in the South. While not saying that Jim Crow was easy, he navigated it. And Teddy Roosevelt made sure that uh, he knew what it took to get the black boat. And, of course, there's a motorcycle there, which is without a muffler. So we'll do the best we can to get him a muffler. Uh, I will. I think we should have some type of fun to help Absolutely. people doing radio shows on the street. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but, but I just think that I just wanted to tell the story and let people know that we're not ducking our history. We're telling it. Yeah. But we, what makes us great is not that we're perfect, is that we try to be. And Absolutely. what his quotes are, yeah, and what he did to overcome uh, racism that went back generations and how we work with and change the perception of, of uh, people from around the globe, including Teddy Roosevelt. His, Teddy Roosevelt's mom was from the South, whose brothers fought the Confederacy. So he could only dream of what he learned as a kid. But he overcame that. He goes, this guy's genius. He goes, he's a credit to his race, the human race. Wow. And he spoke at his, he spoke at his, um, he gave his eulogy. He wrote the forward to his last book. So I just thought this was a friendship that people might be able to get some energy from. You know, it's such an amazing, amazing story. I want to remind everybody, Brian Kilmeade is joining us, and uh, I know everybody knows Brian from uh, from Fox and Friends and, and everything else he does on Fox News, but uh, Brian is such an accomplished author, and I I'm always amazed, Brian, that you dive into this. If you would have mentioned, I I'm just going to plead honesty here, if you would have mentioned to me, hey, Jeff, what do you know about uh, the connection between uh, Booker T. Washington and Teddy Roosevelt? I'd have to go look it up because it just doesn't come immediately to mind, but it, it gets your attention. So let me ask you, you have you have one option here, Brian. Somebody says to you, okay, you can meet Teddy Roosevelt or you can meet Booker T. Washington. Who do you pick? Well, in the end, I mean, it was easier to be Teddy Roosevelt, even though he had a bad asthma, internal issues that kept him out of school. They thought he was going to die as a kid. Yeah. They both, I mean, they both had different lives but saw greatness in each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, hard, much harder life to be Booker T. Washington. There's no question. Much harder life to be Abraham Lincoln. Yep. But Abraham Lincoln was uh, a, an abusive but well-meaning dad, abject poverty, uh, one year of formal schooling. Uh, Frederick Douglass, born a slave, never knew his father. His mother might have visited him once or twice uh, in the middle of the night. He doesn't remember quite well. So these are brutal upbringings. 
But I'm just trying to say people listening right now have their own challenges. Just know it is possible. It is possible to have an impactful life. It doesn't mean you have to be rich or famous. It means you can have an impactful life despite your parents, despite your upbringing, despite your financial situation. I found myself thinking more about Napoleon Hill, Norman Vincent Peale, and Anthony Robbins (laughs) and wondering what what, what you can learn from this guy than I can black and white. For example, when Booker T. Washington writes his stuff, he says, General Armstrong was a mentor of mine. Mrs. Mackey was the one who got me into Hampton College. And uh, when you talk about Natalie Lord, that was the one who taught him how to be a great public speaker. I had to look up and get pictures of them to find out if they were white or black. I did not know. He never mentioned it. And to him, it's like, if you dislike me because of who I am, yep. that's on you. I'm not going to hate you. And I also think you can learn from that. There are people that just don't like us, Jeff. We're in the public eye. Yeah. We work for people like us. and We feel fortunate. We got great jobs. Yep. But there are people that don't. And he would not allow these people to have power in his life. He doesn't hate. And for a guy like that, born a slave, not to hate, I think we can learn from that. Oh, Brian, it is it is an inspirational tale. His story and what you have done with Teddy and Booker T uh, is to bring it back for a new generation, for those of us who might be well-read, might be well-educated, but just don't fully appreciate in 2020. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 2024, uh, exactly uh, what uh, was involved in this. So uh, give us just a couple of takeaways. Uh, the takeaway, obviously, for yeah. Booker T is this inspirational. You're right. You compare him to uh, Norman Vincent Peale and, uh, you know, I'm thinking Zig Ziglar and, uh, and John yeah. Maxwell and Anthony Robbins, all these great <clears throat> inspirational folks. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, but, would you find him motivational or would you find him uh, like, a, like a oh, detail yeah. guy? Totally. Yep. This is it. This guy, this guy could, even though he's from seven generations of wealth, this guy saw eye to eye with the average guy. I mean, he, when he was police chief, he went up to the cops, he gave them organization, set him up with the academy, set him up with uniforms, and told him about ship work. He was out there helping illegal immigrants in New York City and exposing them. Yep. Volunteers, leaves as assistant secretary of the Navy to, be, to fight in a war. They say you can be a general. You know, you're Teddy Roosevelt. He's like, no, I'm a colonel. I don't know anything about the military, only what I read and write. So he ends up being a war hero. I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy accomplished, but he tried. You know, he wrote that book in the arena, and I'm done reading about him. That's just it. He tried. He's not afraid to fail. And the famous dinner that they had together in, in, at the White House, mm-hmm. the country in certain sections was not ready for a black man to eat with, a white, or with the white president. And they made it, they villainized Booker T. Washington. But as John McCain said, when he lost in 2008, there was a time in America where it was controversial to have a black man in the White House as a guest. Now there'll be a host. 
And, and that's how far we've come. So before you take a knee before a women's national game or before a 49er football game, think about all the people that did so much to get us where we're at right now, the most successful multicultural country in the history of the world, never perfect, but always trying to be. Oh, my gosh. Brian Kilmeade uh, joining us for a few moments here. Uh, Teddy and Booker T is the latest work. And, Brian, I, I have to ask you again about your process for writing, because all kidding aside, you're pulled in six different directions. You're 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 a vital part of Fox and Friends. You've got everything else that you do at Fox and 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 how on earth do you sit down and say, okay, I am going to write such a book? Two and a half years, and the first thing you do is read everything they wrote, and then you do the best you can to read what people write about them. Then you submit the one pager, and you see if it you think it resonates. They send it out. Then you come back and you go, what are the chapters? They come back and they say too many, too much. Then you write the summaries and they go, bring this one out. Well, then we try to, best you can to, to hunt down the pictures. You try to farm out what you can. And then you start blowing up the chapters and sending it to the editor and the historian that I, that I work with. And I say, this is wrong. This is right. You might want to look at this. Teddy Roosevelt's great-grandson, Tweed Roosevelt, was a huge resource for me. He's in the special on Fox Nation. So he was a great-grandson of Teddy Roosevelt, and he knew Teddy Roosevelt's wife, Edith. He used to play there when he was a kid. She outlived him by decades. You know, he died when he was uh, 59, and, and she lived to her 80s. Wow. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of people around that are there to help. You go to Tuskegee. It's a living, breathing memorial to him. And when I went in there and I showed how interested I was, and we, I showed him what I had for the book that wasn't done yet, they saw that it was legitimate. I, I'd like to think so. I don't want to put words in their mouth. But then sure. they started giving me pictures that have not been out before. And I went with the archivist who saw that I was passionate about it. And the first thing he said is, you should have come to me sooner, which was interesting. Mm. I thought, I'm like, I don't want to bother these guys. I don't know if right. they'd give me the time of day. And they just said, come earlier. Wow. Wow. Now, you mentioned a special on Fox Nation. Let, let everybody know about this, because I, I, I'm yeah. unfortunately unaware of it. I want to check it out. Yeah, it's going to be on the channel. It was supposed to be on the channel three weeks ago, but the war started. I get okay. it. Okay. It's going to be on Saturday, uh, one of these Sundays at uh, 10 o'clock. Okay. Uh, it is Teddy and Booker T. If you go to Fox Nation, you get the, uh, you get the app. It's awesome. You guys are going to love it. You also could see the radio show yep. that streams there live. And uh, you just click on it. In one hour, you have an idea of of the sights and sounds of the book you're going to read. I go to the places. I talk to the people. And and I think you're going to learn a lot. I, I'm excited about it, Brian. And the best way for folks to get it. Now, remember, we got, look, Hanukkah is starting tomorrow. So it's going, to be, uh, it's going to be day eight before we can get the book in people's hands. But Christmas, we got a little lead-up time here. So what's the best way for people to get copies of the book? Yeah, thank you for that, Jeff. It's uh, BrianKillMe.com. If you want it personalized, just go... Just click on that. It'll go to my local bookstore, and we'll get it out to you. Okay. All right. So, BrianKillMe.com. Absolutely. People should get it personalized. Put me down for one, would you? Because I'd, I'd love to have one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. BrianKillMe.com. I want people to get that. And uh, tell me a little bit. You mentioned what's going on in New York. You guys, I mean, I love you guys. I love visiting there. But, man, I got to tell you, in this day and age, I'm so happy to leave New York City uh, when I have to go there. I just don't even recognize it anymore. Well, I mean, they're, they're rebuilding something. So I'm standing in front of Penn Station right now. They're rebuilding the whole thing. They're, they're handling the garden. I think that's great. Around my neighborhood was all scaffolding. They're getting it better, but they cannot get businesses back. There are so many empty stores, not as bad as some places I've been visiting. But still, retail is trouble, and, and shoplifting is real. 
and it's really destroying so many businesses. There is no margin for profit. So they're just closing up. And then there's, you know, there's the average thing that's happening in our country with retail. Yep. And between those two things, it's a challenge. But to get an apartment, the numbers are getting through the roof. You still have a great time here. There's still so much to do. Mm-hmm. But security is absolutely an issue. Yeah. Um, and it's uneven. We just need better leadership. I'll take this mayor over the last one. Right. But we need better leadership, and we got to empower, empower the cops, just like in your city and every yep. city. Well, you know, Brian, I'm an ex-cop, so I, I look at those images yeah. from Penn Station or Grand Central the other day, where those cops were inside hiding, and I was just, uh, I was, I was just appalled at, uh, at, uh, at all of that. Hey, uh, you're out on Long Island most of the time. Are you going to, uh, you going to put your hat in the ring for uh, this George Santos congressional seat? Yeah, uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to run. I'm going to give okay. it all up. Okay. I'm going to end my book tour. Uh, now, Tom Swazi's going to be tough. He looks at himself as a moderate, huge ego. Uh, but the Republicans have a have an Army veteran coming running out. Uh, they got about twelve people want that seat. They got to decide by tomorrow who's going to rent or go there. But he's got to be better than George Santos. An embarrassment to the country. Yeah, yeah, he's an interesting guy. I'll tell you that. I, that's, I, I'll leave it at that. I, I, I somehow I don't know if it's true. I feel a book for George Santos. Do you not? Absolutely, and it'll be on your show, Jeff. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely listen brian i always appreciate you making the time so again best way to get this book because you want it personalized briankillmead.com briankillmead.com uh anything else we need to know about sir that's it jeff thanks so much man uh, thanks so much to your audience and love richmond we love you man thank you so much that is brian Kilbert. seriously the latest book is called uh teddy and booker t teddy roosevelt and booker t washington i i did not know about the the parallels the connections the inspirational part of it honest to goodness motivational like you would not believe so go to that website get it now briankillmead.com it is 350 jeff katz news radio wr Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 